Greetings. Welcome to another episode of the podcast Have Tranquility and my name is Chandan Parla. This is an episode where we talk a person's story. This is more about let's say getting deep into research. He is currently pursuing PhD in public policy, the topic that we have talked a lot about in the previous episodes. He is a researcher especially in the space of socio-economic impact on high-speed rails, presenting Mr. Chitresh Srivastava, welcome to High on Tranquility. Welcome, sir. Thank you. Thank you so much, Chandan. Pleasure to be here. Uh, really uh, thrilled to be with you on this podcast. Mr. Chitrish, so what is really happening in the space of, let's say, socio-economic impact, high-speed rails in India? All right. Uh, so the project itself is a very elaborate one and extends beyond just a PhD program. Uh, and it is something that I have been pursuing uh, before... Uh, embarking on my phd journey i have written quite a few articles on it which you can find in my linkedin profile uh, chitresh vivastava sure that's great i think you know that's one way that the audience can get to know a lot about what socio economic impact uh, i am looking into and uh, because you know time is of essence i think uh, it's too short a time for me to you know explain everything in one go uh, but more or less i am just looking at is high speed railway worth the investment in a developing country like india where we are grappling with uh, challenges in our current infrastructure why trains as a topic well uh trains philosophically as we speak about it's only point a to b but uh, again when you look at trains when you look at railways uh, it also becomes a part and parcel of a nation's economy a part and parcel of a nation's way of living and the way a nation travels uh something that fascinated me as a child and i wanted to explore deeper into it and as i grew uh i went ahead from just uh, collecting pictures and clicking photos to you know actually reading about railways because you know it's it's important for me to know the roots of the railways than just know what the branches hold so that's where my interest for trains came in and i started reading a lot more uh than what i would as a child correct let's get back to the research segment of it what is one of those ground breaking moments that you faced till now well my first ground breaking moment was getting my article published in a think tank and uh, this was way back in 2018 february 2018 uh, although i don't succinctly remember the exact date on which my article on railway diplomacy was published but uh, it was a time when we were um, actually expected to publish an article uh, as part of our dissertation uh, you know viva because without that we wouldn't be sitting for our dissertation well but of course uh, i had my own uh, interest my own agenda to publish articles and i was anyways looking for an opportunity so i wrote on railway diplomacy and i just sent it impromptu to south asian voices which is a, a publication by stimson think tank in washington uh initially my impressions were that they might send me a rejection letter saying that we do not uh, entertain articles on infrastructure and railways especially because not many think tanks think about uh, railways as a subject of research uh, very selected think tanks actually you know dwell into the idea of railways but to my surprise uh, the editor in chief uh, sent her an email that she is ready to take it forward and uh, she would like me to rework on some aspects of the article before they could finally publish it and it was a very long process in fact uh, i would also like to thank the editor in chief uh, 
but I must mention her as well, uh, Akriti Vasudeva. She is still associated with the Stimson think tank. Uh, although uh, people are given only three chances to make corrections after which uh, the final decision is arrived at, she was kind enough to give me another chance. She gave me four chances instead of three. And ultimately, after four uh, rounds of revision, it finally got accepted for South Asian Voices and got published, uh, which was mentioned by uh, the director of the course, who is now our pro vice chancellor as well. So that was a groundbreaking moment for me to be mentioned by the topmost uh, management personalities in the university and getting recognition for that. All right, Mr. Chitresh. So... Throughout this process, there might be ups and downs, of course. So tell me something about that one amazing groundbreaking moment that you faced. Uh, the amazing groundbreaking moment I faced was when my idea of railway diplomacy as a publication pitch got accepted at Stimson's because a lot of think tanks, as I mentioned in earlier episodes, perhaps that uh, they do not look on railways as... What is a think tank? Stimson's think tank. So it engages into the traditional and non-traditional aspects of international relations. Uh, it is situated in Washington. So when we look at think tanks in general, they usually do not entertain the idea of infrastructure, railways, transportation, you know, something that is very uh, much embedded into the systems of learning and discussions is something that is more appropriate deemed by the, uh, you know, think tanks. But uh, I was surprised to see that uh, Akriti Vasudeva, who is the who was the editor in chief of uh, South Asian Voices, uh, very uh, openly accepted to consider my article for publication. But of course, it was not that she said and it happened. In fact, it went a lot of revisions. In fact, to a point that after the third revision too, she wasn't very convinced of my arguments and uh, she said that though we do not give another chance to people, but uh, we would like to give this consideration to you and uh, you know give you a chance to convey your ideas again. So uh, I got a fourth chance by God's grace and uh, uh, after that, the final revision was done and uh, my article got accepted. And it was very positively uh, received in my department, in my uh, class, and by the faculty at large. So that was a groundbreaking moment for me. And after that, uh, many more such groundbreaking moments happened. My stint with Harvard uh, Economics Review, uh, my South, uh, my stint with South Asian Blog, with London School of Economics, where some of them, well, the list is huge, but uh, definitely as you scroll through my LinkedIn profile, you will definitely get a sense of the groundbreaking moments that I have to share with you all. Yes, of course. I've been following you from the last seven, eight months and I am really uh, surprised by the level to which your work has been penetrated and the number of citations that you keep receiving every single day. Uh, sir, and on top of that, let's talk about these two institutions. Firstly, Harvard Business Review and then uh, your association with the London School of Economics. Because these two institutes have been considered as an epitome of any, uh, let's say, educational, uh, let's say, agenda possible. So that's where a student or let's say a professor's need to get into a university like such is incredibly high because of the amount of brand value that they hold. Getting a, re getting a research paper published through them is something way beyond. 
well uh, definitely uh, but uh, just to just clarify things for the audience who might be listening to this podcast uh, it was not actually a research paper per se it was more like an opit opposite the editorial types uh, my research papers are currently under publication they, they were more like the opits like meant for the general audience um howard economic review was another uh, breakthrough and london school of economics was yet another breakthrough it was all impromptu so i just sent my article you know just sent it and i just left and uh, i just received a mail confirming that okay we are we are happy to entertain your article for our blog and uh, we would like to have a word with you on the changes that we are making and uh, that's what uh, happened so in both harvard and uh, london school of economics uh, i was informed about some changes being made to meet the editorial standards and uh, then a final draft was sent to me which i approved and after that uh, uh, it got published again after that uh, there was no looking back there was oxford cambridge as i said there there are lot many institutes which hold a lot of global value uh, which perhaps cannot be covered in this uh, shortest possible time but uh, most of the submissions are impromptu because they just came out in my mind and i wrote them mm-hmm. and i submitted so uh, though impromptu but getting accepted for such huge institutions was something really ground breaking because a common person like me who had just got out of my post graduate getting into harvard or getting into london school of economics was way beyond my imagination but i'm really uh, happy and i'm really i would say hap- uh, humbled to remember those experiences and you know cherish them what would be the hook or let's say what is on rewarding side of it to get into research and why should someone do that unless and until it is an accreditation that would help a university on a personal scale where would this go for uh i strongly detest the idea of doing a research only for accreditation purposes or promotion purposes or for any other purpose which has only a benefit uh i rather say that you know this is one skill skill that we all develop lifelong so nobody is a perfect researcher uh, be it your professors anyone you know uh, yes they have a certain level of knowledge but the idea of refining your idea of research lasts till you are in the field till you are there mm. so uh, if you ask me why should somebody at all do research well if you want to truly prove your credentials in a particular field you want to prove that you are the go to person for that particular area of expertise then you need to have some sort of backup and that backup comes through research when you publish your research when you showcase it to people that's when your credentials get built so research should be meant for not only the academic benefits but also for your personal growth and personal recognition amidst the people amidst the group of experts whom you will interact later on and you know be as one of those go to people for a particular field which helps you build your network as well so research has a multi pronged approach of benefits than just you know getting an academic award sure on a global scale whenever a student applies for an international university or let's say an institute that's where let's say things like this are purely purely taken into a great consideration so talking more about that um especially harvard business review is not an easy thing their entire bubble and getting into that is a lot of process right can you can you just guide someone who is who wants to get into research let's say some resources 
or is it something that can really steer it in the right way possible well uh when you look at harvard business review when you look at any uh, you know any uh, renowned blog for that matter not just harvard business review one of the things you need to really understand is what they are really interested in so when i am talking about harvard business review they will be interested in something that is capitalistic in nature something that holds a business proposition now why did they publish my high speed railway topic because it holds a business proposition because britain has a high speed rail system it aligned with their objective it aligned with their focus area so that's what triggered them to consider my article and take it forward for publication had i written on something else you know maybe on a public purely public policy perspective perhaps it wouldn't have got uh, accepted because it does not fit within the values and objectives of the institution so to understand the objectives and values of the institution before publishing with them is one of the primary needs to penetrate into that particular publication which a lot of us kind of in our initial steps and even after that kind of falter and that's natural it happens it's not intentional or it's unintentional but let's try to minimize that so that we can increase our chances of penetration hmm got it got it got it definitely so that's where we end this conversation all the platforms where you can reach out mr chitresh will be down in the description below thank you mr chitresh for coming thank you thank you so much chandan it was a thrilling experience i would say and it was a pleasure uh, you know uh, interacting with you over the past few episodes uh, of course let's uh, catch up soon on some other you know topic as well uh, and i'll be happy to engage with you and the audience at large definitely looking forward to it and audience you're listening to high tranquility and see you in the next one 